I'm Cassandra. And I'm Bailey. And you're listening to Coffee, Spooks, and Murder. Welcome to everyone who has decided to continue to listen to us. <laughs> Shout out, Carlo. Cindy. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. As we said in the last episode, we are recording in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a live house. Yep. I have two grown children that run around and mm-hmm. baby is sleeping. So thank God. <laughs> <laughs> takes the opportunity to record and yeah if you hear any background noise we will get better yep event maybe we might get a closet with egg cartons on it <gasps> that's the, the dream, dream. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't even need fame we just need a closet with egg cartons <laughs> all over the all over the place yeah and you have our first yes right yeah i do it's cold today It's so cold. Oh my god. I have avoided going outside right now. I want to be that person who, like, still goes out for walks in winter. Like, cough, cough your mom. Yeah. But I'm just not that person. (laughs) No, it's hard. It was hard for us this morning. So, my son had hockey in Banff today. Mm -hmm. And we had to leave by 9 o'clock. I was up, Mm -hmm. showered, ready to go by, like, 7.30 to come downstairs. Make breakfast sandwiches so we can eat them on the way there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was so cold here. And then once we got into Banff, the sun was out, but there was a breeze that kicked in that was just so cold. Yeah. I think it was like minus 18, but with the wind chill, it's like minus 21 or something. It was so cold. I don't know how you wake up that early, for one. (laughs) (laughs) If that was my family, I would be waking up at 845, literally throwing my hair in a ponytail, pushing the kids out the door and stopping at Timmy's. It is cold here. Like, mm-hmm. it is... It hurts your face to be outside. Yeah, here it does yeah. get really cold. That wind chill that we get here is freezing. I remember last year it hurt to breathe. I know. Do you remember <laughs> when we went to that uh, that thing for my mom's birthday? <laughs> and you did not wear weather-appropriate jacket? I am in the mindset that I'm still in BC. And the coldest it gets is minus six. Yeah. And no, I was, what, I would have been like eight months, no, seven months pregnant, maybe six months, I don't know. But I wore, I don't know, normal pants. I wore a jacket, I think. It was I think, a very thin jacket. Yeah, a very thin jacket. <laughs> it was and, like a windbreaker. Yes. <laughs> and I stood by the fire with like this old man. <laughs> and I stayed there because <laughs> it was too cold. My feet were frozen. My toes were frozen together. Mm-hmm. I needed to like warm up my baby. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were like, Bailey, just stand by the fire. It's yeah. fine. We're going to make memories over here. Yeah. You just stand there. <laughs> I'm in my own memories, and now I know never to go out with your family without my snow pants. <laughs> we have the Airdrie lights this year. And I, yeah. So be prepared. I will have hand warmers, toe warmers. <laughs> I will be so bundled up mm-hmm. that I'm going to be sweating. Yep. Just give all the extra stuff to my brother. It's fine. He always says, like, oh, you're going to get cold. 
and it's like well normally i go from my heated house into my heated he car heated car <laughs> and then anywhere i go is heated so it's about 30 seconds of cold so if i know i'm going to be outside for a while then i'll wear my jacket but <laughs> no it was so funny because we all got out of mm -hmm. the car when we got to this like farm corn maze Christmas thing. <laughs> it wasn't even Christmas, it was Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually really cold. We hit like a cold spell. Mm -hmm. But like for, for actual trick-or-treating, it was actually pretty warm. But that one week we went for my mom's birthday it was freezing yeah and i remember all of us just arriving and then we come out and we just look at bailey and we're like bailey are, are you are you gonna be warm <laughs> and you're like oh yeah no it's fine it's fine as we yeah. were walking through we were like just go stand by the fire bailey <laughs> yeah you're you're you look cold <laughs> it just progressively like hit got colder and mm -hmm. colder like actually you know what i showed up there with like three blankets and they all got stolen from me they from did. the kids yes they <laughs> <So>. did <laughs> But it was good. Hopefully everyone else had a really good week. Yeah. Yeah. This week mm -hmm. is my turn. Yes, I'm so excited. What I had decided to do, and of course, Sean, when I told him, he was like, of course you did. It's because you're Spanish. I was like, <laughs> shut up, Sean. <laughs> I was like, God, you're such a dirt. So this one I'm doing is called The Island of the Dolls in Mexico. Oh. So in Spanish, it's called La Isla de las Muñecas. Oh. I wrote everything out, but uh, I kept finding more resources and stuff. My sources um, is the actual website. Web <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try that again. cut that out. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, so where I went to get some of this information was the actual website for the island because it has its own website. Mm -hmm. It's called Isla de las Muñecas .com. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> we will not be spelling that out. <laughs> I got you, Bailey. I got you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The other one is Wikipedia, an article on medium.com, and a other website called allthatinteresting.com. Um, a lot of the other sources, the main page for the island, medium.com and allinteresting.com, were all pretty much the same. Wikipedia, they mentioned on how he had passed away. Like, they said it was something different than what the other three were. Yes. Um, but from, you know, three to one, I believe the three. Probably just some guy on Wikipedia, like... Because you can edit that stuff. I know, my poor, like, fourth grade, like, PowerPoint on tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. I think my professor in my first year of university, like, scarred me to Wikipedia. Like, oh. he was straight up, he was like a mean guy. And he's like, oh. he's like, if you cite one single Wikipedia article, I'm failing you. <laughs> You're like, oh no, give me another website. I'm like, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia is really good. I like going on Wikipedia because... Mm -hmm. You can get, like, a really good Reader's Digest mm -hmm. version of, like, what it is. Yeah. Um, and then you can also... I really like going on there and, like, reading scary movie plot lines. Yes. Because I'm a chicken and I don't watch scary <laughs> movies. So. Before you go to the movie. <laughs> yes. You know the movie The Others? Yes. That's the one with uh, the family, right? And they, like, like they hit, wear that red jumpsuit or whatever. Is that it? You're talking about, like, the, the sewer people. Yes. Okay. Us. Is that what they're... Is that I the think movie? it's us, yeah. Yes. So I read the plot line for that oh. on Wikipedia. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I read it. Um, so that I could watch it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm convinced that there is probably, like, some sewer people down there. 
Um, at this point of what I've been reading, mm -hmm. um, yes, I believe that we have a lot of <laughs> hidden things in this world. Oh, yeah. Um, that uh, we don't know about. Yeah. And I think they're real. The one thing that I know for sure is real that's out there is skinwalkers. <gasps> yes. Yes. And we will probably do an episode on that. Yeah. But those, ugh, like... TikTok. I saw a video on TikTok about this guy who saw this man standing in a field and it was like shouting out, help, help. And yeah. it was literally just standing there and I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so scary. Oh my God. I don't even, like, I have goosebumps right now. Maybe it's because I'm cold, but. <laughs> <laughs> my window's open. I like a cold house. <laughs> I like is to give a... you the full feel, Bailey. Is it a ghost or is it Cassie's house? <laughs> For my state of mind, it's my house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So the island of dolls. Mm -hmm. So the island is located in the channels of the Xochimilco. If I said that wrong, I'm very sorry. Xochimilco, which is south of the center of Mexico City. Mm. So on the island, there are various doll styles and colors that are hanging from trees and are found throughout the whole island. So some dolls were put in place originally by the former owner of the island, Don Julian Santana Barrera. So if you want to say it in a Spanish accent, it's Don Julian Santana Barrera. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> Julian. <laughs> so Don Julian believed that hanging the dolls from the trees would help chase away evil spirits, which originated from him discovering a body of a young girl who had washed up on the shore of the island. Wow. It was said he she had drowned and the first doll to be hung was the doll that floated ashore right after the discovery of the little girl. So um, what he had believed was that, because he was a religious man, which mm -hmm. I'll also mention in here, um, to basically put her at rest, he buried her. Mm -hmm. And then the doll that came floating moments after her, he hung it in the tree to just appease the girl's soul. When when was this? Like, was this early? So this was in, like, 1950s. So it was, like, it was pretty recent because all the pictures that he had, like, it doesn't really give us a, a, mm -hmm. an actual date of when he had found her because yeah. it was just a word of mouth of what he said. Yes. So a lot of people didn't believe him. I would be questioning this Don Julio guy. <laughs> yeah, right? In 2001, which had also marked the 50th anniversary of when Don Julian claimed to have discovered the little girl, mm -hmm. his body was found near the same exact spot he died of drowning wow what? so it was like a coincidence oh. so we'll go into a little history of like who don julian was yeah and why he had moved to the island and about his like mindset and everything like that so just like a reader's digest of what happened um and a little we'll kind of go into like a little history of the island and who's the owner now and stuff like that Okay. But when I was reading it, um, from my understanding, Don Julian, he would tell these stories of this body that he had found of this young girl. Okay. It was never confirmed. The body was never found. And a lot of people used to think he was crazy. Yeah, because my first question was, obviously, who does that to a body? And I'm sure telling people... They would probably have like some investigations out there, right? or that girl's family, or and then my second question was, um, if his drowning was accidental, right? So it was like, did he go mad and mm -hmm. like was he mentally right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of questions, and I feel, and I was trying to research like other people's experience on like going to this island, what they felt like. A lot of people would say like, oh, it was an eerie feeling or yeah. whatever. There was only one paranormal 
investigator on TV who had went, okay. and he got, like, evidence of someone, like, you know, like, they do the recordings and stuff, and they play it back, and he heard someone say, leave, but Ken Bargains or something, Kirk Bargains, Ken Bargains or whatever, he's, like, a really big paranormal investigator. Okay. He's the one that owns that scary museum with that whole, like, scary, cursed stuff in his museum. It's in Vegas, I think. Oh. Like, in, like, The Conjuring? Like... Almost. He has his own little thing. Like haunted articles and demon yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like he has like he has these artifacts and stuff in this museum mm-hmm. and he is like really big in, in, in paranormal investigating. Mm-hmm. And so he has his own show and when he went, he decided to bring like this possessed evil doll named <laughs> Harold where um I read it was that doll is like haunted right up there with like Annabelle. Oh my god. So he brought this to the doll island to provoke the spirits to oh see if they god. would do anything. <sighs> Nothing happened. Oh. He got he didn't get very much. Yeah. They tried playing the recording back but there was too many voices or something. Yeah. Oh, that's it was so messed creepy. up. I tried yeah. to find the episode but I was also doing my research late at night so I kind of got scared. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it was a little scary. That's okay. So I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then today I had no time because I was uh, I was in, on my way to Bath. In Bath, no. Nope. Yep. <laughs> so that's why. Yes. Um, so a little history on Don mm-hmm. Don Julian Santana Barrera. <laughs> um, Don Julian was born in how do we say this again? Xochimilco, mm-hmm. uh, borough of Mexico City in 1921. During the 50s, he had left his family and moved to the island and became the caretaker of the island. Mm-hmm, right? <laughs> and no one really knew why. So he was living a modest and simple life there, growing vegetables to sell around the neighboring towns so he could have some money and he also to drink this famous drink that like came from agave. It's like called pluque, pluque, something like that. Okay. I can't say it. I'm sorry. Was it alcoholic or? Yes. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah, it's alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is unclear as to why he left his family to move to the island, uh-huh. but some say it was for spiritual reasons and he intended to live in isolation. Oh. Don Julian was a religious man, like I had said, and when he would visit the nearby towns to sell his vegetables, he would also preach the gospel of God. Oh. So, I also read there that in the 1950s, it was said that only anointed priests were allowed to preach the gospel, and in result, he was beaten up a lot, which caused Don Julian to become more secluded over the years. Oh. Aww. So, right from that point, I kind of got like, okay, he moved into this, he like, for some reason, he moved Mm -hmm. to this island to be by himself. Yeah. Why? Don't know. Yeah. And then on top of it, when he would go sell his vegetables, he'd get beaten up because he wasn't allowed to preach about God. And he still would. And he still would. Yeah. So to me, it seems like he's already showing signs of like, like mental, like, I don't know. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't say mental instability, but he kind of is showing like, maybe he's going through something. Well, you know, when you first said like, move to an island to seclusion, like, I get that. Like... (laughs) an island by yourself oh yeah i i've told i've told you this i would do so good on a commune like oh my god i would not like a solo commune <laughs> like teach me how to grow some vegetables and you know i'm good 
<laughs> I hate being alone. Oh, I feel like if, like, I don't like being alone either, but I feel like it would be, like, soul cleansing. Like, like I wouldn't want to be alone in, like, my house, but, like, to be alone on, like, an island in Mexico, <laughs> like. Okay, <laughs> we're talking, this island that we're talking about, it's not, like, a beach oh. island. <laughs> this island is, like, jungle. Like, it has trees and like there's overgrown lily pads and like basically the island took over and like when tourists go go there Mm -hmm. they have to fight through overgrown weeds and like so bugs bugs and it's like thick forest it's not like it's not like a resort (laughs) okay i was thinking more like tarzan situation oh my god (laughs) go tree house you are not allowed to watch disney movies anymore He made himself okay. a hut on the island. Ooh, hut. <laughs> but, like, you're secluded. Like, there's no running water. There's, Ooh. like, literally nothing on that island except for a hut you build. Mm-hmm. You take care of the island. <laughs> but it's what, not- is, what does he take care of? Like, oh, I gotta water my trees in my jungle. So, probably caretaking <laughs> the island, meaning... Probably, like, because a lot of seaweed grows out there, right? They have a lot of Mm -hmm. overgrown weeds and stuff like that, so maybe he did that. But he didn't have a lot of visitors. The only time he ever got visitors is when he would go to the near... After he discovered the little girl. Yeah. That's when he would start telling the story, and people would pay to come and see. This island is this? Like, why are they taking care of the island? (laughs) Right? So I was trying to figure out the story. Like, I was trying to figure out, and I was trying to research... What was this island before? Mm-hmm. Like, where did this idea come from? Like, why did he move there? Yeah. If our listeners are listening, Cindy Carlo, um, <laughs> if you know why, yeah, or you have a little bit more of a history as to what this island was before he yeah. came, let us know. That... Because I've been trying to search, mm-hmm. and everything that I find is once it took off that this island was the island of dolls, mm-hmm. it's like it erased the history of what the island was before. Yeah. So I don't know if this island was just inhabitable and no one was there and it was just kind of just sitting there. Yeah. And, like, back in the day, you could literally, like, go into somewhere and you could claim it as your own. Oh, yeah. But this was the 50s. Yeah. So it's not like it was... But I'm guessing, unless your island is, you know, beach-like and resort-like, yeah. it is probably not a big market for it. No, like... and that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, because then, mm-hmm. then afterwards, like after he had passed it went down to a family member and so it's like how do you know like do you just go there and you claimed it yeah right so So i was trying to find why like what this island was before but no luck it's hard it's hard to search like i said as soon as the island got the name the island of the dolls Mm -hmm. it just like erased everything else yeah so but anyways, back to the story. Yes, back to the story. <laughs> back to the history of this. So after um, he got beaten up a lot and he was, mm-hmm. you know, he he became more secluded. Yeah. Because he couldn't go to towns and preach what he wanted to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, he was secluded to the island. And then um, one day he had made the chilling discovery of the young girl's body that had washed ashore of the island. And not soon after, a doll had washed ashore as well. The discovery would change the mindset and course of Don Julian's life and shape of the island for years to come. So after discovering the body of the young girl, he had buried the body's girl on the island and he had hung the doll to appease the young girl's spirit. So many people, including Don Julian's family, do not believe that he had found the girl. 
it was thought that he had imagined the whole thing. What was unclear was if the young girl even existed, and to make things even more skeptical, the body of the young girl was never confirmed and her body was never found. Mm -hmm. So like I had said at the beginning, there was a lot of, you know, questions like, yeah. well... Where was this young girl? Who was this young girl? Yeah. Why didn't you tell anybody about it until after you buried her? Like, why? Yeah, like, like why? There's a lot of questions. Yeah, was it, like, an issue finding the body again? Yeah. Or he just, like, it was so many years? Exactly. And, like, the other thing, too, that, like, got me questioning is that I had read in some of the articles is that his family um, said that he was not really, like, it made, they made it sound like he wasn't really in the good mindset. Yeah. That he was, um, you know, hearing things and he was just, like, not really fully there. Yeah. So it makes you think, did all this happen because he was going crazy? Like, you know when you're on an island, like, you get cabin fever. Yeah. I was thinking, like, um, right? like Castaway. Right? Like, like you, you become, like, you're, you're alone with your thoughts. There's... Yeah. You go from having interactions with people to all of a sudden having nothing. Mm -hmm. And you're alone in the forest, like, in this jungle island. Mm -hmm. And you have no one to talk to. You have nothing going on. Like, do you start becoming... Do you start seeing things? Well, yeah. And even if it was real, like, just kind of the thought process to hang a doll mm -hmm. to appease spirits, like... Right? Makes it's, you think. Like, I, th I think it's... What was the religion he was thinking of? A mm -hmm. lot of South Americans, they lean towards more of the Catholic, you yeah. know, religion, the Christian, you know, religion. Um, well, from the Spanish people I know. <laughs> I could be very wrong. You return the body to God by returning the body to Earth. You bury, mm -hmm. you know, you bury the body and that's it. And the soul will go up. Like, what made him think that hanging the doll in the tree was an idea thinking that okay yeah this will make her feel better you know what i mean like wouldn't you think that you would bury the doll with the girl well and the fact you know he had access to people mm -hmm. like you know this girl washes up on your island go put her in your boat yeah and go where you know wherever you sell vegetables because yeah. likely she might have came from one of those villages i'm guessing right but you know who knows maybe he mm. was too fearful to go back out there because he was getting beat up right that's true and you know you know you know maybe know. they thought that he could have been something mm -hmm. could have caused something to this girl yeah you never know right like there's yeah. so many things that i feel like there's a lot of questions yeah as to why and who and what where when right yeah and we don't have we don't have the answers because unfortunately he has passed away yeah um so don julian had made claims that he was starting to hear voices and whispers around him um, also experienced strange phenomena such as the dolls that he would hang on a tree were mysteriously hanging from another tree. Um, so Don Julian had then decided that the island was haunted and the spirit of the young girl was unhappy. Toward the evil spirits that had taken resident in the dolls on the island, he would begin to visit communities to search for dolls through the garbage and bring back to hang from the trees to scare them away. He would hang many dolls even if they were headless or torsoless or if they were taken apart, which over the years would become an eerie sight. So when you Google these pictures, yeah. it's definitely a scary look. Because not like dolls are creepy to yeah. begin with. <laughs> oh, trust me. I My mom used to collect those like glass dolls and <gasps> she passed them on to me oh and I, I'm doing quote fingers right now. <laughs> Obviously, you can't see, but I think she just passed them on to me, so I would pack them around for her. Oh, my God. <laughs> but these dolls are so creepy. They're scary. 
and I remember as a kid, I don't know why I did it, but I, like, would put them on display in my room. Oh my god. And so they would, like, be on top of my bed on a shelf. <laughs> and it got to a point where I'm like, Dad, you gotta... Nightmares. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Dad, you gotta take these dolls out of my room. Like, I'm so scared. And he's like, well, you put them there. I'm like, I know, but I, I regret everything. <laughs> I regret my decisions. Yeah. It's so. it's scary. Like, um, my dad's sister, um, she would buy me these expensive porcelain dolls, too. Yeah. And they were beautiful, but they would freak me out. Like, yeah. some of them stayed in boxes. Some of them I used to take them out because I was like, oh, let's play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with them once, and then I was like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. They're just scary. They're fragile. And, like, mm-hmm. plus it doesn't help with, like, scary movies nowadays, making them scary, like Chucky and... Annabelle, like... Right? They... They totally like Annabelle's like a rag doll. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's I know well because they, what they have on the, the on the movie is completely different yeah. than the Annabelle that they have. It's like a porcelain, and that makes like porcelain dolls even more creepy, right? <laughs> and then you look at the real Annabelle, and you're like, it's a rag doll. Like yeah. it's it's Raggedy Ann. It's like you could like fling that thing across the room. Yeah, like. you're like, what the hell? That can that's scary. That <laughs> yeah. has a de- that's a demon in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And the dolls, like, because I was looking at some of the pictures. Mm-hmm. It like some of them are like decaying mm-hmm. because they've been in there with the weather and all the stuff. They start to decay. Yeah, there's some headless, some are torsoless, some mm-hmm. are missing limbs. When you go on there, and I think the amount of what has been hung throughout the years, it definitely creates that eerie feeling. Because when you go in this tour, like you go around, it's like a two-hour tour, mm-hmm. and when you go around through these boats, you turn around like a corner and like. There you see is all all you see is dolls. Oh my god! And some of them have like missing eyes. Some of mm-hmm. them their eyes are open, and they're just like it's really really creepy. Yeah. I was looking at the pictures. I was like, I gotta stop them in nightmares. <laughs> so, um, so during his searches of dolls mm-hmm. in the communities, like through the trashes and stuff, uh, he would begin to tell the local community folk about the discovery of the dead young girl he had found, mm-hmm. and why he needed to collect the dolls. In such, people's interest grew, and they would offer him money to give tours of the island. So during the 1990s, he began to tell the tale of the haunted spirits and give tours, which soon after, the island would take a new name called La Isla de las Muñecas, the Island of the Dolls. Oh my god, I am so curious. Like, I know probably we don't have the listener base Mm -hmm. to find someone who took that tour in the 90s yeah right (laughs) i would love to know because like they if it was personal tours with the guy Mm -hmm. like i feel like you could totally get like a judge a character right away by meeting him like whether or not you think he's like you know this guy's wacky or and that's what i was trying to find i was trying to find like people who had gone on tours with him now since he's passed away there's other companies who come in and they offer the tours is it like a pretty like touristy place is it like the paris catacombs or it's like oh yeah it's it's quite popular yeah so a lot of the local folks stay away because they they think it's it's very haunted with evil spirits but outsiders Mm -hmm. will definitely pay for them to come it's the thing is is that the journey to get there is a whole day Oh, my God. And then the tour itself is, like, two hours. Yeah. And to fight through all the leaves and stuff like that, like, all the overgrown vines and lily pads and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work, and it's hot. And once you get there, you're just exhausted. Yeah. Like, you're exhausted. 
So you can go there, but it takes a lot out on you because it's like a whole day's travel. Yeah, it's not like, oh, you're at the resort and... Exactly. Like, like pick and choose from the little pamphlets? No. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I think you have to find a tour guide. A lot of the tours that you can do, Mm -hmm. you can do them in groups. Okay. And um, I think I saw something like it's $27. That's for, it. I want to say that, but I could wow. be very wrong. That's not bad. I didn't write it down. <laughs> but that's also not including like travel, your, travel, mm-hmm. your food, all that stuff. Because I don't think it's all inclusive. Yeah. Like you can't literally go on the, it's not like when you go on a catamaran. Oh, and yeah. like you take a boat and you like go and you park, <laughs> eat on the island and then leave. Yeah. I think it's mainly just for you to see, leave and not stay there. Yeah. When you have an urban legend that you're going to and especially if local folk are quite eerie of it and like they're yeah. they stay away from it i don't think a lot of people go at night yeah like i wonder to, you know provoke spirits yeah like i doubt they have like a tiki bar on the island and no. they're like, <laughs> like oh come drink with the ghosts like yeah, this is the doll martini <laughs> I feel like people out there, like, could make money on that, but, like, or do, like, overnight, like, stay in the hut. Yeah. Well, plus, I'm I'm sure the nephew who had taken over. Yeah. um, I'm sure he has, you know, things that are a little bit limited to, right? So, after the island took a new name of La La Isla Mm -hmm. de la Muñeca, the island of the dolls, um, Don Julian toured and lived on the island for another 50 years. So... People had started to say that Don Julian was actually possessed himself by an evil spirit and that his soul is trapped on that island now. Oh my god. Oh, that gave me chills. Right? Uh, Don Julian passed away in 2001 and the island became even more bigger in popularity with tourists, paranormal investigators. There was a TV show that was shot on that island, Mm -hmm. and there's been many articles. Mm -hmm. There was that photographer who went, and she Mm -hmm. flat out said it was the most eeriest, uncomfortable place to be. I think because a lot of people avoid that island, they give a lot of warnings out and stuff like that. So I feel like if you... Was that my door? Oh, no, that's me. I was like, is the door creaking? Who's there? <laughs> it's me. I'm like sitting on the back of my dresser and I'm hearing it creak and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we have to stop talking about this. Yeah. My house is haunted. It's like, it can't be the kids. <laughs> I was like, oh no. Yeah. My house haunted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like a lot of like locals give a lot of warnings and stuff like that about coming oh, to the island and doing so everything, creepy. right? Which makes it even more interesting. So if like, if you're really big into like the paranormal community and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then definitely this is a spot for you to go. Well, cause it's like, you know, I don't know like the wealth around that area yeah but i feel like when you have a lot of tourists coming in Mm -hmm. if you are unwealthy people you know take advantage of not take advantage of it but you know use that opportunity to Mm -hmm. like engage with the tourists and kind of make a profit themselves and so it's extra creepy to like think that no they stay away from that even if they're like struggling yes like economically like it's it's pretty scary Mm -hmm. So still to this day, local legends have said that the dolls move their heads and arms and even open their eyes. Yeah. Some say they hear whispering from the dolls speaking to each other. 
Some boats um, that are, you know, driving by have claimed the dolls have lured them to the island. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So some locals still avoid the island and others visit the island regularly and continue to carry on hanging dolls in the trees to ward off evil spirit. It is estimated that there is thousands of dolls on the island. I'm like... Are the evil spirits in the dolls? Or? Yes. In the story, it is mm-hmm. said that they that he hung the or like the first doll mm-hmm. to appease the little girl. Yeah. But then eventually, the little girl became unhappy, and Gosh. then in one in one source, um, it said that it was told that all of a sudden, down these canals into the that would wash it ashore to his island. Um, that there was, like, all these hundreds of dolls that would just come down his canals and, like, he would have to hang them because the spirits were unhappy. Oh, my God. So, it's a mixture of if he did it to ward off evil spirits Mm -hmm. or if now the evil spirits are trapped because they were lured by the dolls and now they're, like, stuck in the dolls. Yeah. But But from what I've read, it went from warding them off to now the dolls being possessed. That's so creepy. Yes, because oh they God. move. Well, it is said that they move, they talk to each other, mm-hmm. and it's even worse at night because that's when they become alive. Oh, my God. Could you imagine, like, being on that island? Could you just imagine hearing something? Yeah. Like, like just all of a sudden you're just chilling there, and all of a sudden you hear this, like, <laughs> Oh, my God, God. yeah. Like, like <laughs> pass me my arm. <laughs> my, eyes, my eyes have been open for so long. <laughs> Spitting them. Yeah. <laughs> so, on the island, there's also a small museum oh. that was added to the island that features newspaper clippings and Don Julian's supposed favorite doll, Augustinita. So, I guess he had a favorite doll. And okay. also, he would... So, all the dolls that he would collect, some of them he would play dress up with them. Okay, this guy's getting a little weird now. Right? So, it, so uh, Don Julian passed away in 2001, and then in 2002, Don Julian's uh, nephew, Anastasio Velasquez, owns the island. He mm-hmm. took over the island, and he has continued to offer paid boat rides of the island. Um, that paranormal investigator, when they went, um, they went with Don Julian's friend, Pedro, Mm-hmm. And to see if he would come and talk to him, but they didn't get anything. Oh my goodness! It was only one paranormal investigator who did get something on camera, like mm-hmm. through like through the playback, and it was really scary because they would go in the hut, which is the most haunted place in the island, and they would go one at a time. Okay. The first two that went, mm-hmm. they didn't get anything. Yeah. The third person was sitting in the hut asking questions and he heard ruffling behind him like there was something walking outside of the hut through the window. It scared him enough that he ran out and when he when they played it back and just as he was running out, I got chills just thinking about it. I know. Um, <laughs> it's just someone taking a kiss. Right? Just, <laughs> oh, it's just a crew member. Yeah. Um, they heard someone say leave. Oh, my God. And so that's the only one. So I was trying to see if, like, the tourist experience, you know, paranormal stuff. I didn't get anything. I didn't, you know, you know yeah. nothing happened. I think because they don't do the tours at night. Oh, okay. They only do it during the day. Okay. So I think probably that's why. Yeah. Because they say at nighttime that's when it comes alive. Well, and I feel like like even paranormal investigators can go there at night. 
So I think because it's a paid show and then they, you know, like there's a lot of hidden deals behind there. Oh, okay. So that's like, I think a lot of these paranormal activity shows they, that they were able to, they go and they like offer something. So obviously okay. them being on a show is going to offer them more publicity, which is yeah. going to make them more, you know, have more attractions. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's like, so like in Mexico, there's a lot of, there's a lot of urban legends. Yeah. So there's like the, like La Llorona. She, yeah. la, I saw a TikTok. It was so funny. Cause it's like <laughs> La Lorena. And then the guy's like, there's this guy sitting in the bed. He's like, what? My mom? My mom? My mom is La Lorena? What? What? She's, she's an urban legend? She's a ghost? <laughs> like... I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, it just—it's funny. Anyways. Oh my god. Um, but uh, but yeah. So like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, uh, urban legends in Mexico that you know, because we could probably do like a whole week's episode. Oh yeah. Of a lot of the urban legends in Mexico, and I think because they're they're religious and they have like you know a lot of stories that happen mm-hmm. there. That this island has been able to create its own entity and be its own thing and yeah. it creates attraction. So when that show where that Ken Bargains guy brought that cursed doll Harold to provoke the spirits, mm-hmm. um, in the episode notes it also said that he was like distracted with other urban legends that were in Mexico as well. Okay. So I don't know if it was really set up for success. Yeah. Um, but I think if... Do you have any more information on how... Don Julian died. So they said that he drowned. The other on Wikipedia it said he died of a heart attack. Okay. And that he was found at that same location where that little girl was that he had claimed he had found. That was on Wikipedia, but the other three sources had said that he had drowned and mm-hmm. that's where he was found. Oh my god. Who found him? It was his nephew. Does his nephew live on the island now? No, he um oh actually no he doesn't. I don't think he does. I could be wrong. I don't know. I didn't really look too much yeah. into the nephew because I was like, damn. <laughs> um, but he does take care of it. And he's experienced paranormal stuff there as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these stories are like word of mouth. Nothing's been caught on camera. Nothing's been, you know, seen or whatever. Not like that video, like in the Paris Catacombs one. Yeah. Like that one was creepy. Oh my God. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah. It was yeah. scary. <laughs> it's so You just creepy. see him run. Yeah. He's like breathing heavy yeah. and like... Just drops camera and then runs. It looks like a movie. Looks like like Blair Witch. Remind me of Blair Witch Project. I was like, ugh. Exactly. Disney Plus, where are you? (laughs) It's just like with the... Because there's, you know, take away all the supernatural. Say, you know, nothing down there. Just the idea of, like, getting lost like that. Yeah. I hope he made it out of there. (laughs) But hopefully, cross our fingers. Yes. I think what makes it even more scary is the unknown. Mm -hmm. Is that you get a lot of you know, word of mouth of what has happened. Yes. The thing that scares me, though, is, like I said again, it brings me back to, like, what I was told when I was a child, is that you go to these haunted places and you could get latched onto by another ghost. Yes. Because it interests me enough to go there to see and experience it, Mm -hmm. but I get scared that it's going to attract to me and it's going to stick to me and it's going to follow me. I was actually going to ask you, if you were to go to the island... Would you take home a doll? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Am I setting myself up for failure? (laughs) Am I setting myself up for a haunted house? I would never. I would just like go and be like, hey, I brought you back a souvenir. Oh my God. I'd be like, Bailey, get back on the plane. (laughs) 
your cards to take the priest with you. Oh my god. There's always those certain people who mm-hmm. think that it's nothing and they chance it. Mm-hmm. And they always take like a souvenir. Because you can get off the boat and you can walk and you can go to that museum. Oh yeah. And you can see. So it like makes you think, did, did someone take something from there? Exactly. Right? Well, if they were like, yeah, if you take something home from this island, like, you're going to be cursed, I wouldn't take it. <laughs> like, I put on a brave face, but I definitely, you know, wouldn't chance that kind of thing. And it's just disrespectful, right? Like, it is. Yeah. I I think with this island, you know, um, when I first, like, heard about this story and stuff, you kind of just think, oh, it's, like, another one of those, like, haunted tours. Right. Or, like, like uh, Sean was saying how you guys went on that Calgary tour. Yeah. And it wasn't just, very much. <laughs> and they just, like, point out a window and be like, yeah. there was a ghost in this window one time. Like, shout out to Inglewood Tours. Um, we went to it and... You know, you walk around Inglewood, and that's, like, where the Dean House is, which is also a, a very haunted house, like, a haunted place there, because they can they say that there's, like, a, a woman in white walking on the top floor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's electricity on that top floor. They have a restaurant there now. I think it's under renovations. It, it could be done. I, I don't know. I don't go to that part. I don't live in Calgary, so... <laughs> no. Um, but it's like you sit there and you wait. Yeah. It's like you're there and you're like, is something going to happen? Is something going to pop out the window? And yeah. a lot of these places that they tell you, there's businesses now. People live in those places. Yeah. Um, there was one trippy part was when it was at like this corner, this corner store. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if someone was leasing it or not at the time, but it was all barred off. And there's a light. There's like a, a light, a night light that's outside of the door. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it, it flickers on and off a lot. They change it. They change it. They have, you know, checked the electricity, how it runs, yeah. all this stuff. They've done everything that they could to try to um, figure out why it flickers. Mm-hmm. And it just, it still flickers. And so... When we went and we were walking through the tour and she was telling us, it started to flicker. So we were like, oh, this is real. This is real. (laughs) She just has a clicker behind her back. (laughs) Right? I think until you experience it on your own, Mm -hmm. having word of mouth is like, it's really, really hard. Yeah. It's, It's hard to be scared of something that people make a profit off of. Yes. That is, that's my only thing. That's why I'm so like, yeah, sure. Bring me to ghost house, you know? Yeah. That's why if, like, we were to visit, like, a word-of-mouth haunted farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be scared. Like, if the locals were like, yeah, we don't go there. Right. Or, like, they're like, yeah, we don't go here at night. Even yeah. though they could make, like, probably a buttload of money mm-hmm. to have, like, overnight tours Yeah, or it definitely adds to the scare factor. Yeah. Like, put a hotel on that island. Like, yeah. guaranteed people would go there. Because, <laughs> like, in Mexico, you can, you know, like, there's a lot of areas where... You know, they make a lot of money off of things and tours because, you know, their tourism attractions are what make money, right? And oh, yeah. it's pretty high up in Mexico because it's a beautiful place. It's it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. area. And, like, I see a lot of these TikTok videos, so I watch a lot of TikTok. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, and there was one of, like, this woman who took her husband's ashes and she was climbing one of the Mayan pyramids. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Uh, no, I've never watched that. Okay. Like, that TikTok. So it is said that, you know, snake people lived 
in the pyramids up top so you could just see her like all like her feet and her hands climbing the stairs because the stairs are quite narrow i um three years ago i went to them yeah and climbed them they are terrifying there's literally to go up mm -hmm. it was terrifying but to go down it's literally a rope tied to the top and bottom and yeah. you just like slide on your butt did you go all the way to the top yeah okay i don't know if this is the same one or not, because they were saying that it was off limits. Oh, it might have. There was, like, a bunch of pyramids. Yeah. So it probably... Was I, one that was... I, yeah. Yeah. I know that, like, there were off-limit parts. Yeah. Um, so this lady went on an off-limit one. Oh, my God. And right when, as soon as she got near the top, because they were saying that the snake people, like, lived up top or whatever, mm -hmm. as soon as she got to the top, she started, like, slithering like <gasps> a snake up the stairs. What? Like, on her belly? Yeah, like, she literally was, like, arching her back and, like, like literally, like, slithering. There's a video on this? Yes, I'll show you. Oh my it's God. so scary. And we were all just, like, watching, <laughs> and you could hear people telling her, like, yelling at her to, like, get down, and she went up, and, yeah, like, you, you could see her. She, like, was she, just climbing up top like nothing and then all of a sudden she just turns into like a snake turns into a snake yeah oh it was God. so scary and i was like what that is so you know what like aztec history and yes. stuff like that like we were doing the tour and stuff like that and they were talking like oh yeah this is like where they did sacrifices mm -hmm. like oh my God, like people millions of maybe not million i don't know time but like a long time ago like carved into rocks and yeah like, like, they were saying, like, how it's just so, like, how, like, the architecture of the place mm -hmm. and how everything has been, and it's, it's amazing. It's quite, it's, it's, like I, you know, like I said, I would want to go and try it out, but I'd be worried about something sticking to me and going with me. Mm -hmm. Um, you should definitely look at the pictures of this island. Oh, yeah, like, I've seen pictures of it, and literally, if you think inside your head creepy island with dolls hanging off of it it is like what you what you picture in yeah your head. <laughs> like, yeah like there's barbies yeah there's super old ass dolls mm -hmm. there's the bald dolls that like have the hair painted in or like some that are like built in with the doll yeah <laughs> they're all dirty they're all like worn out because mm -hmm. of the weather and they're literally just tied to the trees. Yeah. Some of them have like one eye open, some of them don't. <laughs> some are missing an eye, limbs are missing. Like it is definitely and it's so it's so creepy because the way the photographer um said that how when she was like touring the air like the whole island mm -hmm. and as soon as she went around the corner, that's all you see. Is dolls oh just hanging God. from trees. How secluded it is. Mm -hmm. like, Oh my god, I I would do it. I would go there. <laughs> Next time you're in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, twenty seven dollars. Yeah. Let's go with Nolo. Yeah, right, he'd stay on oh the Oh my boat. god. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, we're going on an excursion. Come with. Yeah. <laughs> nudge nudge, we're not gonna tell you where. No, I wouldn't he we would like get there, he'd be like, What the <laughs> <laughs> What did you do, Bigley? Yeah. <laughs> We need a priest. Yeah. We need and an exorcism. Kiko wouldn't let us back into the house. Nope. Like, <laughs> my mom would be like, you need to go pray for Yeah. I would be disowned. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that was the um, the island of the dolls. That was really good. Oh yeah. my God. I was trying so hard because I'm like, I feel like I didn't do enough research, but everything I was looking at was everything said the same. Yeah. Except no. for Wikipedia. Wikipedia said that he died of a heart attack. 
Yeah. But I believe he drowned. That That's how you know you did your research when you find, like, different... Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just, I hope I'm not missing out on anything. Um, Please don't yell at us. No, This please. is our first podcast. Yeah, don't yell at us. Just let us know. Like, we're, we're totally interested. Yes. It's... We take constructive criticism. Well, we haven't gotten one yet. Yeah. But we did... <laughs> Well, I've gotten them from Manuel, but <laughs> I, I know I've gotten some from my bro- from my brother, and I've gotten some from Sean. Yeah, and we'll see. Yes, those guys we can probably just like roll off our back. We're like, you guys don't know anything. I know. Just wait. When we get big, they're gonna be like, can we have like a piece of the pie? Like, <laughs> can I be exactly? On your, can I be on your podcast? <laughs> can I be a guest host? <laughs> yeah. Um, and next week mm-hmm. we're gonna do murder. Oh my god, I have to do homework. <laughs> I know. I kind of have ideas of who I would like to cover. I know. I don't There's know. So many. There is so many, and I don't know if I should just like go in there and go big. Ooh. Or do I like you know pick an easy one? Do I pick a scary, gory one? Do I pick? Mm. Oh, I don't know. There's so many. I know there's, unfortunately, like, good for us because then we can cover it. Yeah. Unfortunate for the victims. Yes. And of of how many there actually is throughout history. It's horrible. And, you know, there are ones out there that, you know, time, like, old Victorian era. Yes. Murders, which are a little easier to cover, but... There is. Yes. One that sticks with me. Sorry, I didn't mean to There's one that sticks with me. Yeah. And I heard it from um, a murder, like, it's it's mm-hmm. a podcast, Morbid podcast that I listened to. Yes. They covered this woman back in, like, way back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking, like, 19th century, mm-hmm. way early 19th century. She was an evil woman. And the thing she did to her servers... To yeah. her servants, to the women servants, was horrifying. I know. Horrifying. I feel like... It stuck with me. Yeah, it's horrible. Did you read that thing where it's like you run into like three serial killers in your life? No. Yeah, apparently you just like bump into them. Like, well, your grandma did. Yeah. That's a story for another yes, day. Yes, I got I to <laughs> talk who would be my great-grandma. Oh, your great-grandma, yeah. yes. I got to get the info from my grandma. I feel mm-hmm. like I was a little offended because I was like, everyone knows I like true crime. Yeah. And I was like, why has no one ever told me about this? Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, excuse me. And my mom's like, I had no idea. I'm like, grandma. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. No, but we are going to cover these stories with lots of respect. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's another podcast I listen to, My Favorite Murder. Mm -hmm. And they do like a comedy true crime podcast. And, you know, what they go by is we're not making fun of victims at all. Right. Or making fun of murder. It Mm -hmm. is a coping mechanism. Yeah. And like in our family, we cope by making jokes. Yes. Um, we do that quite often. Like for my dad's funeral, we made jokes mm-hmm. at his funeral because that's how we cope. Yeah. And we definitely are going to keep things light just because if you're constantly covering murder, like yeah. we're going to have dreams of serial killers. Like, I, yeah, I already do. 
I, so I think keeping it light, you know, we're not making fun of anybody. We're no. not disrespecting the victims. Yeah. We're not laughing at the horrible things that they did, you know, the, yeah. you know, the murderers did to the victims or anything like that. I think we just, we're trying to keep this podcast as a light area for us to discuss and for us to talk about it. And you will probably, when we get into like our first killer, I'll be calling him like a piece of shit probably like 50 times or her you know yeah but which you know which true they are oh yeah they are pieces of shit the last episode being like you know i can see like heat of the moment crimes (laughs) not condoning them (laughs) (laughs) can kind of see that point there but yeah i wouldn't kill someone for it no i mean i've been angry but not that angry (laughs) exactly no exactly i'm super excited to hear yes who you will cover oh my god i am probably just gonna have to put a whole bunch of names in hat and and then just pick one out yeah okay i think that's what i'm gonna do because and then i'll just like do my top 10 (laughs) yes i'm super excited i have someone in mind Mm -hmm. so we'll see who you cover because we're trying to keep it a secret from each other well i guess we should wrap it up thank you for listening well uh I guess not see you next week, but talk to you next week. <laughs> Keep your eyes open for some um, of our podcasts. And if you power through them, then hopefully we can get some up and running. And Yes. And subscribe and yes. like and, you know. Comment, share. Get this out there so, you know, we're not just, like, doing this for yes. us, but doing it for you guys. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. our husbands don't make fun of us. Yes. Because then they're going to be like, see, well, you guys only did three episodes. Yeah. Like, no, we want to do this for life. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we like murder. We like the psych- psychology part of it, trying to figure out what is going on with people. Yes, and we need to get enough viewers to convince Cassie to go into a haunted house. Yes. By herself. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> not by myself. Maybe. <laughs> we shall see. TBD. TBD. <laughs> arm distance away. <laughs> Yes. So thank you for listening to episode two, Coffee, Spooks, and Murder. Thank you. We'll talk next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Coffee, Spooks, and Murder. Don't forget to check us out on our Instagram at Coffee, Spooks, and Murder. Our Twitter at CSM underscore podcast. And we want to hear from you too. Send us your tales and suggestions to our email at Coffee, Spooks, and Murder at gmail.com. Till next time. Bye.